the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. Get yourself off! More like a frog! Lord, it's a coward. So what? So what? So let's dance! Axel, Axel. Ach well, Cookies, I'm really looking forward to tossing them. <laughs> Just another real deal. Hello, welcome. Welcome. To Real Deal episode. episode the Force seven. Awakens. That's right. I'm your host, Colin Young. And I'm the other person who hosts, Alec Faber. We both host. Uh, so what's up? I don't know. We got some news. Got some news. Let's uh, do it. Let's get right into it. Let's roll it. Let's do the news, yeah. All right. First uh, big piece of news, casting news, we got, I think her name is Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Is going to be playing Domino in Deadpool 2. Yeah. Um, we're, I don't think either of us are very familiar with her work, but people who are seem really excited about it. I just bought Atlanta, the whole first oh, you season. you did? Yeah, to watch. So I got to do the same thing. I've been meaning to watch it anyway. I've heard nothing, literally nothing but great things. Yeah, so this is an incentive to watch it. But this seems uh, like a cool casting. It, mm-hmm. It's great. I love just knowing that she's involved, yeah. that the character's involved. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm psyched. Yeah. And uh, that led us to a discussion the other day that there will probably be at least one other X-Force cast yeah, member I th- involved. I think maybe like um, on a, maybe a cameo scale small yeah it'll be yeah. smaller i think domino will be like a main part of the story yes. but i think like cable and domino will be the colossus negative negasonic teenage yeah. i mean warrior. colossus could be an x-force i feel he's, yeah he's, i think i think both of those characters will be involved as yeah. well but i think there i think there could be one more, one more maybe like towards the end or something yeah it's possible i'm sure i, I hope so i but They've got a lot. To, they've got a lot to work on. with already. Yeah, but they've also got a lot to to set up if that's going to be the next thing. Um, are you worried that this is going to take away from just the Deadpool story? No, like, because did, Col- did Colossus? No, but if this, it, they're setting up the next. They're movie. setting up things for the next movie, but they're also giving him more to bounce off of. True. You know? That's true. He's going to make fucking black eye jokes. You know, yeah. he's going to make. You know, yeah, he's gonna think Stupid she's hot. Domino yeah, jokes. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, spell her name out in dominoes or something. Yeah, it'll like be cool. Um, Rob Liefeld tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. He said he was psyched on the, the casting. So, not that Rob Liefeld isn't like a psycho in his own right. Yeah, but um, he's psyched about everything. But yeah, <laughs> he's psyched that his name is just out there. Yeah, I know. So finally, yeah. <laughs> uh, so next, uh, Thor Ragnarok set photos and like. Stills from the movie. A bunch of sweet little images went up. Jeff Goldblum. They all look pretty crazy. They look wild. <laughs> I love this director mm-hmm. so much. So, and he's a real wacky guy. Mm-hmm. So I like that he's bringing the wackiness to these things that are serious. Well, I think in a positive way. In a certain, in a certain light, Thor is wacky. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? So, um. It looks like from the photos, we have no trailer yet, which no. is crazy because the movie's coming out in eight months. Yeah. Um, it definitely looks like 
like a brand new, like they they're breathing life into. I think it. they all know what they did with the with Thor two. Yeah, you know? it was like, well, Not a good we can't movie. do this again. Yeah. So they brought on this amazing director who this is a fresh thing for him. Chopped off Hemsworth's hair. Yeah, he looks sick. <laughs> he looks cool. He's got some Braveheart paint on yeah. him. <laughs> the only photo that didn't like blow my ass apart was uh, Hella. Because without the uh, the headpiece, I thought or? she just. I don't know. She's just kind of there. She looks like they've confirmed like a, te- like a teenager throwing a temper tantrum. Sure. She looks like just they've like, confirmed that the headpiece is is involved. Yeah, you know, right? but uh, she, that's not what I care about. I just I think you just think she doesn't look her design. Right? She just looks like kind of boring. She looks like the, those Nightmare Before Christmas kids we saw at at uh, the Disney. pink hair. Yeah, they. I don't know. <laughs> Yesterday we were walking around at Disneyland and uh, we saw. Just the, some of the most bizarre human beings you've ever seen. Like, when we were 13 and 14, we definitely weren't, like, cool, but we had some sense. Some weirdos. We didn't have pink hair and... Which is nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the pink hair. The pink hair yeah. wasn't the problem. No. He had two, like, full-length arm tie-up, like... Glove things. Grieve things. In- Invader Zim things. Yeah. And then we were like, man, look at this guy. He's wild. And then he, like, strong-armed his, like, 13, 14-year-old girlfriend. And I was... So we followed him. Yeah, we followed him to make sure he wasn't going to keep doing it. For, like, 25 feet. Uh, So that was weird. I was about to go Jack Skellington (laughs) on his ass. But, uh... That was... Yeah, I don't know what... Why that got brought up, but... Anyway, that looks that the, that looks like what Hella looks like. To okay, me, so. it looks like a a fourteen year old rebelling yeah. with some with some fresh She's hot just, topic. Yeah, I don't order know. Stuff. some regalia, some okay. hot topic regalia. Gotcha. I'm. You think Hella would love Suicide Squad? Oh my god, <laughs> Hella was in Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, I, I I don't. I'm not shitting on it because I'm excited about this movie. So it's just a picture. Just a picture. Just a picture. And in context, it might make sense. So exactly. Um. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, considering everything else looks cool. Everything else Jeff, looks... Jeff Golden looks legit He crazy. looks amazing. I cannot wait to see what he's doing. So, uh, Big fan. You ever heard him scat? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. You know what? Scat. Anybody who listens to this show has now heard him scat. You're welcome. Um, all right. Now, this one we just we just read out loud. Um, <laughs> there, <laughs> There's a spec script called Marion. Mm-hmm. So right now in Hollywood, I think there's two concurrent Robin Hood origin story movies being made at two different studios. Right. One I don't really know a lot about. The other is like a young Robin Hood. It stars Taron Egerton. That he's gonna be Robin Hood. So I mean, I love him, and I love. All right, yeah. Let's get to where you're going, then we'll talk about everything. So I don't know if this is gonna be a a shared universe type (laughs) situation, (laughs) but um, there's a movie now. In development, called Marion, and it is going to star potentially Margot Robbie, who we all love, mm-hmm. as Maid Marion. And the premise is and the premise is cool when you really break it down. I'll just, say, I'll just me, keep I'll going. Say, I'll yeah. say the premise. The premise is there is some sort of tomfoolery, backstabbing happen happening. Robin Hood is assassinated mm-hmm. in front of her, in yeah. front of Marion. So she decides to take up the mantle of Robin Hood and be Robin Hood. Yeah. And she's going to, I don't know, avenge him or continue his work of 
robbing the rich like to feed the poor. The hood. Yeah, robbing the hood. Um, so that's that's the idea. It's it's interesting. <laughs> uh, the whole thing, the whole the big problem is who the fuck cares about Robin Hood? Yeah. How many incarnations of this do we need to hear? You d- it doesn't get better than one Men in Tights and two the Disney version Dude, with the animals. Were there fox? That's my. Yeah. Fa- that's where my, Maid Marian was an actual. Yes, fox. that's my number one favorite. Yeah. Animated Disney movie. That is. Yes. Really. That's my number one all time. We're gonna talk about this next week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That's interesting. Yeah. There's not a lot of songs in that one. No, but it's just the one. Robin Hood, Little John, I think mostly for nostalgic purposes because mm-hmm. it was like one of the first ones. No, that's a good one. I like yeah. Little John in that movie. Little, the big bad yeah. giant bear. Yeah, yeah, he's like a coward. And yeah, like, yeah, it's great. Um, but who cares? Conceptually, it reminds me of um, the gray fox in Elder Scrolls Oblivion, mm-hmm. which is like. Maybe have inspired this. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, where Robin Hood is more of an idea than a person. Are you sure it wasn't The Dark Knight Rises that inspired this? That would make more sense. I, it sounds more like Gray Fox because that, that's, that's what the Gray Fox does. Yeah. He's a, from the Thieves Guild, uh, you know, and that's like exactly what they do. So they're ripping off Robin Hood, and now Robin Hood's ripping off this. Exactly. Yeah. Which so, and that's one of my favorite parts of the game. Okay. But I just think this sucks. It's it's silly, but it's like and here's what here's it could be cool. Here's what is cool about it is it's giving another action role to a, to a, to woman. a badass woman. Yeah. So in that in that respect, but I appreciate the fact it. that it's fucking Robin Hood. Just of make, all things. make a cooler story. Yeah. Just do something new. Yeah. Why does it have to be Robin Hood? And Margot Robbie's sick. So She's she could come up with something. cool. Exactly. I don't know. This is not very no, cool No, I'll see it, and I'm interested to know more about it, but I don't know. I don't, like, care. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is pretty rough. Yeah. What else you got? All right. Next up, we got Damien Chazelle, a wonderful director of La La Land, Little Indie. The Academy film. Award winning Damien Chazelle. Academy Award winning, yeah. And uh, Whiplash. Yep. Uh, his next film is going to be called First Man, mm-hmm. and it is going to tell the story of the, I guess, the work it took to get Neil Armstrong on the moon. Is it more about Neil Armstrong, or is it about the the crew? Is, like, read, is it a straight-up biopic? I, th- I don't know. I think it's like it's like Apollo 13, where it's like... How many people it took to make Yeah, maybe, movie. yeah. That's cool. Uh, I like that he's breaking away from the music Yeah, music, music world. I think that's what he had to do. And I think this this next film, for a lot of... Especially for... This happens with actors a lot when they win, like, Best Actor. Their next movies are usually Sucks. terrible. But here's the thing. When you go from a nominated for an Academy Award, mm-hmm. winning an Academy Award, the follow-up, this is the yeah. big one. This is the big one. You gotta crush it. You gotta fucking smoke this thing. Yeah. So, we'll see. We don't want any, like, Monsters Ball into... Catwoman, <laughs> no <laughs> situations here. No, uh, I I, I try. I mean, like no, it's we're it's, both big fans. It, it sounds like a pretty have. mundane story, but so does yeah. a jazz drummer. That's true. You know, like like there's nothing really there, yeah. but it, then you see it. And right. There's just so many so layers, I, and with fucking space travel, like there's so oh, yeah. many people involved that we've never heard of. And it's gonna be a chance for him to visually do things exactly. And he 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 is. 
very creative mm-hmm. in uh, visually. Yeah, like the the uh, planetarium scene in La, yeah. La Land where they're just flying around the stars. Yeah, so I, I'm excited to see what kind of crazy shit he gets into. It'll, it'll be cool. Yeah, I, I think this is. I, I'm going to go ahead and say there's probably no way this is bad. <laughs> Right. Let the record show. <laughs> Episode seven, real deal. No way, this is bad. All right. Um, I didn't put this on here, um, but it just came to me. Mm-hmm. Todd McFarlane mm-hmm. is talking again about the just R-rated talk, Spawn movie. Just talking it up. Um, I guess he's trying to get it off the ground. He's got a script he has for like fifteen years. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched the yeah. Spawn cartoon. Yeah. On HBO, mm-hmm. loved it. That's great. Uh, I even I'm a Spawn movie apologist. Mm-hmm. I think it's not. I, obviously, it's not good. I'm a I'm a Michael Jai White. Oh, for sure. Head. For sure. So, yeah, yeah. And I, then John Leguizamo Violator is tremendous. I think I think that movie <laughs> is more good than bad, but it's definitely bad. But it, absolutely, but visually, dude, they when, nailed it. Dude, everything. when he when he when the mask goes on yeah. in that like. Didn't uh, like dining party, mm-hmm. and then he j- does like a front flip and then off the balcony, and he's just shooting the yep. gun. Oh, it's so sick! Like Spawn couldn't have looked better. No, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, with that said, Todd McFarlane's a big time douchebag. Yeah. And I would love for him to not direct this movie. Yeah. But I'd be very interested to see like uh, Michael B. Jordan as Al. Oh Simmons. yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be sick. Just some because there's so much they can work with. It's a cool with story. Modern, yeah, with yeah. modern technology and shit. Yeah. So it's definitely cool. It, it, I think it deserves another chance. Yeah, especially after all this time. Exactly. And that so, was like right in the beginning where comic book movies weren't getting made. Exactly. So yeah. And uh, now that R-rated comic book movies are, are not only getting made but they're are in. huge. Yeah. This is the time. Just don't let Todd McFarlane no. direct it. Let, get somebody else. <laughs> get, get somebody real. Yeah. All right. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. So, director of Kong Skull, Skull Island. Jordan Vogue Roberts is his name. There you he go. is directing Metal Gear Solid. But he uh, but, uh, he is thrilled. He is on deck to do the Metal Gear Solid movie. They're going straight to solid. Which is great. Yeah, because I agree. That's, most that's where most people went. Yeah, you don't exactly. need to know the backstory. Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2... You could fill the gaps. You could well. You do fill the gaps with things right. like uh, like Snake Eater is a prequel to both of those, right? And I, you don't need to know what happens there. No. And honestly, in the film universe, the mm-hmm. idea of Outer Heaven is kind of silly. Yeah. It would be silly. Yes. So you could fill the gaps in with either um, a prequel movie or just like a or, ten or, minute scene. Yeah, exactly. Or like just the opening is like. Corey, Corey, your new yeah. print, and then they just explain what right. what happened. You know, I think um, I think what it'll probably be is, I feel like the first ten minutes will be explaining the twin snakes yeah. experiment. Mm-hmm. Or, or I don't know, maybe they won't introduce that till later, so you don't really know the deal between Solid Snake right. and because you're not supposed right? to know. It no, in the game, no, yeah, and then you figure it out. Yeah. So that that'll probably be the, the mm-hmm. case. Spoiler. Yeah, whatever. If you haven't played Metal Gear Solid, just fucking go fuck yourself. <laughs> Except for my mom. But mom, you probably saw me play it a little bit, so. Me and my dad played it together. There you go. Switched off, took turns. Um, so well, yeah, he, what he said was uh, what a fan of the, the game he is mm-hmm. and how 
how much he's looking forward to bring the classic villains, yeah. bringing the classic villains in the game to life. Like he wants Psycho Mantis, he wants Sniper Wolf, which will maybe be the most terrifying thing because Psycho yeah. Mantis scared the fuck. Psycho out Mantis of me. is terrifying. Yeah, that. And then you learn the memory card trick, and he's not so scary. Which is bullshit. You know how long it took me to figure that out? <laughs> I had to like get a Game Shark and yeah. figure it out that way. Out, yeah. um, I had a friend explain it to me. I did not. Like every normal person. <laughs> well, a real gamer doesn't have any friends. <laughs> wow. <laughs> real gamer plays computer games with his dad. That's, that's deep. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm psyched on this. I think... I think people thought Assassin's Creed would be the the, the movie that no. took video game movies and, out of the shadows. And, you know, if they had really just followed the story, it would have been. Because Maybe. the story of the first three games are is so good. Mm-hmm. Especially the third one. But whatever. It's a That's sad over. state of affairs when still the, the reigning best video game movie is from 22 Kombat. years yeah. ago. And it's... And it rocks. And it rocks. <laughs> yeah, I was about true. to I was about to diss it, and then I was like, no. maybe I can't. You can diss Annihilation, but you can't diss the first I one. wouldn't, though. No, I enjoy, I like it. Because I most, like it. Most, most people do. <laughs> I have a really fond memory of my dad bringing home Annihilation on VHS. Oh, yeah. And us being like, fuck yeah, and watching it. I was a hater immediately, the though, time. because what? They, they killed Johnny first yeah. five minutes, and then... Sonya is, is a different actress, Raiden's a different Raiden's actor. Raiden's a different actress, yeah. The heat rat, Raiden's a different actress. Yeah. <laughs> He's Mr. Big from Sex and the City. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but I think this this has every element that you need for a perfect movie. No, your style. Yeah, it's yeah. got action. Well, it's got cool characters. Dude, it's got I mean, the story. It's the be- One of the. It's the best story wise. Probably the best game franchise of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So why and not make it a great film franchise? It's about time. Yeah. Well, that brings us perfectly to our next segment. Uh, we're gonna fan cast. A Metal Gear Solid movie. Yes, and we're super psyched about it. Roll it. Alright. Okay. Do you want to start with the um, Let's start with the, the obvious let's start with the obvious one. Um, maybe start with the big two because yeah. I think our we have like the same choices for yeah. the for the top two build characters. Because we talked about this enough. Because we talked about it. But then we each have I have a different idea for both of those characters as well. Okay. So Solid Snake. The dream, and I've been say- I have legit been saying this since Batman Begins. Right, and I didn't I didn't know that this was like a thing that people had been hoping yeah. for. Christian Bale, Christian Bale, solid snake, and it's kind of sick because he's the right age now. Yes, think about him with his hair slicked back and the fucking bandana on. Think about him in Equilibrium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll. Uh, he's he's perfect for yeah, it. He he's, he's got the voice. Yeah. He's got the moves, Rachel. Yeah, he's got the boom. Uh, he, no, I think I think he's perfect. He can do it. Yeah, Liquid Snake, Hugh, Hugh motherfucking Jackman. <laughs> think about that duo real quick. Yeah, twin brothers. They look. They do. Look they do alike. look alike. Yeah, and they could more look more alike with some Hollywood magic. Well, they got some. They got the narrow nose and like the, right. the strong cheekbones. And I and really want to see Hugh Jackman play a villain. I do too. And. This would be a great opportunity to do that. And this is a reuniting of prestige. Exactly. Prestige. Yeah, exactly. So let's uh, let's do our alternate casting choices. I don't have any, so okay. let's hear Solid it. Snake, we've, this is one we've talked about okay. too, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Yeah. I actually thought about that. I, I put him as a different character. Oh, you did? I did, but I took him out. Okay. Um, I originally had him as my Psycho Mantis. Oh, okay. 
but he's wearing the mask too much. You yeah, wouldn't even really you wouldn't notice. even know. He's the, to me, he's he's the one of the only other options for Solid Snake mm-hmm. than Christian Bale. I think that they should spend as much money as they can to make sure Christian Bale does this does yeah. this entire franchise. Think about Jake in Prisoners. Yeah, that's it. With his hair, Solid back. Snake. Yeah, put a bandana on him. Yeah, teach him some CQC. Tom. Done. All right, Liquid Snake, Tom Hardy. He doesn't look enough like Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal. They can make it happen. If you're and picking Jake Gyllenhaal, you know who I would pick for Liquid? Who? It would be Boyd Holbrook from Logan. The uh, Donald Pierce? Yeah. Okay. They look closer. Right? Yeah, and he's and got he's that long. kind of personality, eccentric yeah. personality. Yeah. All right, but I just think Tom Hardy, given the opportunity, and... Tom Hardy would be a good snake, He would too. be cool. Yeah. yeah, Tom Hardy would be a good snake. Like, you could interchange both of those yeah. castings. You well, you're, and you really should be able to. Yes, exactly. So, boom. Cool. Uh, Revolver Ocelot. Revolver Ocelot. Ben Foster. Really? Yeah. He's too young. No. He's way too young. He looks old. No, he, he looks aged in color. He's way too young. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to you have to pick an actor that can sign on for a franchise. I know. That's what I did. I think. Hmm. That's right. what I did. To me, I did because he, one, he's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And... I believe that he was made immortal by a certain someone saying his name right before he died. Kurt Russell. Oh, see, here's the thing. Ben Foster would be... He's like about 40. You could keep making movies with him for 15 years. And then if you made a prequel, he's young enough that you can age him down. So he can be young, also. He can be young Adam. Yeah. Kurt Russell, Revolver, Ocelot. Picture it in your head right now, everyone on Earth listening to this. It's perfect. He's got the Western vibe down, yeah, you know? he does. He's probably already great with a revolver. See, the fucked up thing is, really, Kurt Russell should be Snake. Yeah, oh, well, duh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> duh. But it, that's, and that's why I think it's cool to have him involved. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Kurt Russell is Revolver Ocelot. Or he could be Colonel What's-His-Face. Nah. He's he's Ocelot. All right. Colonel What's-His-Face would be fucking J.K. Simmons or something. <laughs> All right, but we're not doing that one. All right. What's your Psycho Mantis? Begrudgingly, my Psycho Mantis is Jared Leto. Get the fuck out of here. Hey. No. He would be good. No, mine's better. Because you wouldn't have to see a stupid Mine's better. Face. Who is it? Adam Driver. I'm sick of Adam Driver. No. I don't need Adam Driver. No, you... I he's already him. playing a, a, an iconic person wearing a mask. I want him. He's also he's also too big. He's right a big now? guy. No, well, no, no, but no, he's not that big. He's skinny. No, he's big. No, he's skinny. Have you, big. Seen, have you ever watched Girls? Yeah, he's skinny. He's big. huge. He's not. No, he's big. It'll be good. It's good that he's larger than life. He's in that suit with his arms exposed. He's supposed to be like a, lank, a lanky, like yeah. He's really skinny, but he's huge. He is. He's a big thing. He's I a big guess. monster. I think it would be great. And he's so creepy when he wants to be. You know. Yeah. He was. He Jake Jake Gyllenhaal and Nightcrawler to me is would be a good psycho. Mantis. I agree, but I would hate it if Jared Leto. Was but psycho Jared Leto Mantis. in um, Dallas Buyers Club as Psycho Mantis, just the the thin, creepy ass dude. Yeah, I get that. You know, I'm just I'm really sick of Jared Leto. I mean, I feel you. I can't. I know. I get it. I after Suicide Squad, I can't justify anybody casting. But Jared see, Leto. it's not. You can't. Only blame Jared Leto for for Suicide Squad for that joke. No, 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 I'm not. I, Someone let him do I that. Not? Someone let him do Someone that. Someone let him sound like Ace Ventura. Nobody Someone, told him what yes. happened. 
It's a director's job to direct actors. Yeah, but what if that director had never seen Ace Ventura? Jared Leto's seen Ace Ventura, <laughs> and it still happened. So I, I got I have nobody to blame but Jared Leto. All right, all right. Sniper Wolf, who you got? This one was really hard. This is tough. I picked Gal Gadot. That's amazing. Because Gal Gadot, A, she's already playing a hero, so it'd be kind of cool to juxtapose that. Yeah. Um, Sniper Wolf is also part Middle Eastern. Is she? Yeah. I thought she was Russian. She's like Iranian Russian. Oh. That's interesting. And Gal Gadot's Middle Eastern. Well, that's a really good pick. I would really like that. Yeah. I would be like all the way down. I picked Charlize Theron. Wow, that's good. Because she can be she can be anything downright evil, yeah, and then switch to be good real last second. She looks like, like a example. real bitch in Fate of the Furious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was one of the things where I was like, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like this is something right now in her career she would do. You it's know? but see, it's not a starring role. It could be. If there's, a, I, I think that they're gonna have to rearrange some things of this movie, like to make one female character more important. You know, mm. but she couldn't. But see, Sniper Wolf is really like the one female assassin in the first John Wick. Mm-hmm. She's just like a level to beat. Which, which in the sucks. game, yeah. yes. But I feel like in the movie they have a ch- they have the opportunity to make her more significant because she does have a bigger backstory that mm-hmm. you find out about as she's dying. Right. You know. Uh, so. Yeah, I get it. And she was a bad guy in Reindeer Games. Exactly. So. She's badass. Either she's e- great. Yeah. One of either one of these picks, I would be over the moon mm-hmm. with. All right, Otacon, the, l- the little dweeb. I have. Who you got? Daniel Radcliffe. That's really. I would. Lo- that would be cool. Yeah. I think that's that would be really cool for him too. And he's young enough and like, in a. I don't think he would do it. That's the thing. Do you think because he's he's like trying to stay away from franchises, big franchises? And stuff? Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if he would want to be like a, a minor role in a franchise, which to me is not minor. He's like right. to me, Otacon is like the third build character. Yeah, of he the is, entire he, and he's supposed to be like yeah. the great sidekick. And this is why I think it's a, it's a pot- potential star building role, but to a new for somebody relatively somebody new, new. somebody to that. shine, who is equally dorky. And maybe I know Otacon is like kind of funny because mm-hmm. he's so pathetic at sometimes. So I want somebody with comedic chops, and that's why I'm picking Kyle Mooney. <laughs> Just picture it. I am picturing it. Like, no. It's funny. <laughs> no, no, no. He he's so good. And, like, I know that we've only gotten to see him be funny, you know? Mm-hmm. But physically, he's exactly what I would he want. He was the him. best part of Zoolander 2. I didn't see Zoolander 2, but He's I, in but it for, like, it. two minutes, and it's incredible. See? The movie is terrible, but... Boom. I don't know. Boom. I would, rather, I would rather see somebody who isn't normally funny be funny, though. No. See, you hate, like, think you about, hate think, when that Think about that, though. Think about John C. Riley. Prior to Talladega Nights, no one knew he was that funny, except for the Chicago gag reel, <laughs> which is <laughs> insane. But I'm saying, like, I think it would be cooler to see someone like because you throw Kyle, like Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman. That's the thing. You is throw you, Kyle Mooney. I know, no, I know. But that's that's the thing is 
you're like, what the fuck? Why would they do that? And that, it's one of those opportunities where you go, man. Maybe if he's Kyle a, Mooney killed it. Maybe, in Metal if Gear Solid. An, maybe if he's an actor, we don't know if he's an actual actor. I think he is. He kills it in the. I'm a. I love this man. Oh, I did too. Death. Believe me, I get it. And I think that I think he needs an opportunity to be a star, much like Kate McKinnon. <clears throat> yeah, but Kate McKinnon's got her. She got. She's it. got her little niche. I know. And she's she kills it. But there. she'll break out of it soon. Like Christian Wick. Maybe. But she, even then, I no. Christian Wick broke I, out. Even then, when I saw her, like on the, in the Martian, I laughed because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but that's just because it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, but she wasn't funny in it. No, but yeah, no, I get that. But <laughs> you know? she's a, she's established herself as a she's good actress. Like, Bridesmaids, she's. It's a funny movie. It's though. a funny that's, movie. There's a lot of that's not shit. funny parts. Uh, especially so. involving it's her. Easier, it's easier to inter- inject drama into comedy than it is to inject comedy into drama. I agree. And that's why you need somebody who's actually funny to do it. I don't know. I disagree. Kyle Mooney. I love Kyle Mooney. Believe me. He's it. I just cast him. <laughs> I just got off the horn with him. All right. So that's our picks. Uh, send us what you think. That's it. Um... Yeah. That's it. So now, you know, after last week, there's a. I don't feel as confident. Yeah, you shouldn't. Because you lost. I did. I lose. You lost. I lost pretty pretty hard. Yeah. Pretty hard loss. But I will say that one of your picks was absolute bullshit. Like, which one? The Book of Eli. No, it wasn't. Bullshit. It wasn't bullshit. You just didn't see the movie. You should have known I haven't seen it. How? I saw it. You should have read my mind. What? What, what, what's wrong with you? Um, and then fucking Hitchcock. <laughs> that is maybe one of the most embarrassing <laughs> no, it's displays not. I've seen. Because no. I, I knew, but I didn't know. Which makes it worse. No. It was bullshit. All right. So we're going to kick off Name That Movie. Roll it. You, you go first. All right. Reigning champ. My first one. In 1977, sex was safe. Pleasure was a business, and business Boogie was Nights? Easy one. Easy that was That was an easy one. Yeah. Was that your easy one? I think they're both easy. Okay. All three are pretty easy. Protecting those who fear them. Protecting those who fear them. You said it's, they're funny. No not a funny movie. Okay. Protecting those. Protecting those who fear them. This is the most vague thing. It's I've not ever heard. though if you really if you think protecting about it. Protecting those who fear them. We've been talking about it a lot in the past few weeks. Protecting those who fear them. Mhm. So the idea is the main character is protecting or characters. Characters are protecting the people that fear them. Yep. I got it. Bad boys too. <laughs> That's racist. Um, protecting those who fear them. Should I take a swig of my Dr. P real quick? Sorry. Give me a hint. We've been talking about it a lot in the past few weeks. On the show? Last week especially. <laughs> protecting those who fear them. What is enunciating? Because it applies to more than one people. Okay. I get it. Protecting. A group of people. <laughs> Protecting the people that are afraid of them. I have no idea. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. 
You give up? Yes. X-Men. That is terrible. <laughs> no, it's not. We've talked we've been talking about it nonstop. I've been that texting is, you every day about it. That's X-Men. the worst tagline. No. That sucks. Nope. We're gonna have that stricken from the record. <laughs> no, that's not on the record. Probably. All right. In a world of ones and zeros, are you a zero or the one? The Matrix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Ready? Yeah. (laughs) The ones we fear most will be all that can save us. Again. X2. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Jesus Christ. New York's finest were busy. New York's finest were busy. So the cops were busy. So it's about two. Is it the other guy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Ready? Yeah. Take a stand. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could tell, but he looked these up right before we recorded this. So he literally went X Men, and then clicked the link for X Two, and then now the link for X Men Three. Still missed one. All right. Yeah, I missed the first one because yeah. it was so bad. Yeah, that was good. All right. So you win. What a surprise. <laughs> Return of the king, baby. All right. Relax. <laughs> All right. Uh, now it's time to do a little top five correlating to our p- particular movie of this episode. So let's fucking just roll it, huh? Samuel Jackson movies uh, in honor of the release of Kong Skull Island. One of the greatest actors of this or any generation this was really this one was tough dude this took me like a full hour <laughs> <laughs> and honestly my picks are kind of bullshit for the most part because mm. it's hard to pick yeah. like his filmography is so extensive it's deep. full of bad movies yeah. and good movies so um i didn't really pick which movie was the best it was just like your i picked kind of what i thought he was the best in and I don't know. You'll you'll hear. Mine but. mine's pretty similar. Yeah, it was it was tough though. Yeah, it was very hard because he crushes it. Yeah. He, and even in this, in Kong, most he's of one of the best parts. The, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Number five. Number five. What do you got? Hateful Eight. Okay, it's on my list. Cool. It's my number. Don't three. say. It. Just we'll get All there. Right. Uh, he steals the show. I mean, it's his movie. Yeah, he's the main character. Exactly. Yeah. The, t- uh, the you know finally yeah finally a Tarantino movie where he is he's the guy yeah um which is really interesting it is he's in so many of them because in pulp fiction John Travolta A is top build mm-hmm. B they were both nominated for acting mm-hmm. um Samuel Jackson is nominated for best supporting actor and John Travolta's best actor yeah. I feel like they're almost they have maybe Three or four minutes less, maybe. John, John's got that he whole has section, the Uma Thurman arm. right? Yeah. But the whole last half of the movie is is, is him. Is him? Yeah. He it's he really weird. He has the speech in the diner. Yeah. He you know it's the best. That's my favorite most part of the, the dialogue in the beginning of the movie too is him. Is him? Yeah. So it's kind of weird. The um, most memorable lines of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Speaking. You're not quoting. What? You're not quoting no, John Travolta. You're quoting Samuel Jackson. So I think that's kind of interesting. It and is. yeah, Hateful Eight's his first yeah. real top bill. It's true. And it's uh, that's my probably my third favorite Tarantino movie. Is it? Uh, it was the bottom of my, my list when I first saw it. 
It's it's it way, has, it has way since, up there. It has yeah. since climbed yeah. because uh, I think maybe I was just exhausted because yeah. I saw the roadshow version. It's long, but it's worth it. The roadshow version is like a five hour experience yeah. though, and I think maybe I was just tired. Yeah, but um, it's a big endeavor. It's I watched yeah. it on a flight from Chicago to LA mm-hmm. and loved it. Loved it. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. All right. What's yours? My number five. This is a cheat. Is Iron Man. He's only in a post credit scene, but this is why I picked Iron Man though. I picked it. Was the I picked it for the MCU in general, right. like as a whole. Um, without that post credit scene with him in it, there would there'd be nothing. Yeah, you couldn't kick it off the way Pretty they did. No, that's true. Um, I love because at first when the post credit scene happened, it was supposed to be just like a little thing for fans to mm-hmm. like. And instead, to it was oh, here's the beginning yeah. of a franchise, and and it's re- it was really cool of him. I guess in the early two thousands. They made Nick Fury in the Ultimates line mm-hmm. resemble him. Like, they modeled him after Samuel Jackson, yeah. straight up. and he had to give permission, so he said yeah. yes. So he was like, oh. And then when John Favreau was like, do you want to just be in this for a second, yeah. like, as a fun thing? He said, yeah. And then it spun off into this multi-billion Big, amazing, dollar thing. incredible thing. And, yeah, you wouldn't have that it. That we are lucky to be existing at the same time. As. Right. So, um... That's okay. I now that you explain it, it's a good thing. Yeah, point. so... Number four. Kingsman. Um, he's great in it. Yeah, I considered putting it on my list, mm-hmm. but he isn't what I remember. Like he isn't my favorite part of the movie. If you watch it again right now, mm-hmm. with this in mind, he'll rock your world. I think he's. I know I think a, he's a really great. interesting like billionaire villain who can't stand the sight of blood. Yeah. And like when he shoots Colin Firth in the head, he's like, "Oh God, motherfucker!" He can't yeah. he can't look at it. Um, a really cool, interesting character with a lot of depth, and I don't know if it would have been the same, but if having like been the played by and stuff. having yeah. been played by anyone else in the world, that scene where uh, they eat McDonald's, him and Colin is Firth, amazing. It's really that's a really good scene. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with your pick because right. I I thought about putting it on, yeah. but. To me, Colin Firth is what makes that movie good. Well, yeah, man, so. the manners make it the man. I mean, I agree. I don't think he's what makes that movie good because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that make that movie good. But Samuel L. Jackson is at least a third of right. the movie to me. And mm-hmm. also, I, I didn't – not that I didn't like the movie or anything. When I when it was announced that he was the villain, mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of like, again? Because he was just the villain in like, the spirit – He's like the villain in everything. Yeah, but he that was so different because it was so funny and yeah, like human. No, I don't disagree. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. My number four is the other guys. Great. <laughs> uh, that's that's a great role. Yes. Him in The Rock. Yeah. I want to see a prequel to the other guys. Aim for the bushes? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. <laughs> 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 I, I agree. The, uh, that those that. Quick little thing with them was such was an insane setup so for good. a great movie and <laughs> cash bar. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most underrated. It is uh, like buddy comedy of, of yeah. the decade. I, I think would say. almost as good as Step Brothers. I think um, I don't know if it came out around the same time. Maybe it didn't. But like Twenty One Jump Street, I think mm-hmm. overshadows it Maybe. for like the spoof cop movie. Right. But I think. It is so incredibly funny. I agree. That and the more you watch it, the more things you find that yeah, just rock. That are so world. funny. Yeah, it is incredible. <laughs> I just him and the Rock need to be in a movie I together. Agree. No, I, I want that. I want those characters. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm with you on this pick. Yeah. Number three. I'm going to guess this is maybe like your number one or something, mm-hmm. but don't say it. Unbreakable. Yeah. <laughs> no, not on your list. It's not on my list. Okay, good. Where We've be- talked about this Where to begin? Yeah, I yeah, no, Go back to episode one. Listen to us talk about Unbreakable. Um, we will rant and rave about this movie. Mm-hmm. It is... I put it over six cents, honestly. Uh, which I get, and yeah. and he's a huge part of that yeah. reason. I agree. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Unbreakable Two, Unbreakable, or whatever they Unbreakable call it. Two, whatever else is going to happen for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I need more of that character. Is he going to be doing like some bad guy, bad guy Nick Fury stuff, where he's assembling bad guys? Yeah, I mean, as maybe, a team, they, you know? I, I very well could be. Yeah, that could be. Oh, he's case. great in it. His. That scene in the comic book store. <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, good pick. Thank you. My number three is Hateful Eight. Okay. So we've already talked good about good shit. Great stuff. Number two, Coming to America. Is this the one that you said was a cheat? Yeah. Early, yeah. Um, <laughs> very small part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really integral not in- for the story or all. anything. Well. It is in a bit because Lisa, Lisa sees. It shows him. It yeah. shows Lisa that he's like a protector, yeah. not and that Daryl is a, wuss. a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Freeze! You deceased my master's bitch. That scene. Who the fuck is this asshole? Yeah. Everything about it. Yeah, it's is, hilarious. Is almost steals the show when he's the un- yeah. undoing the mop. I will be forced to thrash you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like steal steals the whole movie. You know what? <laughs> he looks at a little, uh, like a little kid looking at him and says, "What are you looking at, buddy?" <laughs> um, that was, I feel like, where the world really saw maybe this Samuel L. Jackson guy. He was in stuff before. I don't think he was I in a few disagree. things. I think I don't think until maybe True Romance and Pulp Fiction, people knew what he was about. Because even in Goodfellas, he was no, he's barely in it. Yeah, yeah. but this one scene. We see the full extent of Samuel Jackson. The full extent. We, well, we see we see like him on at eleven. You know, oh, yeah, turned he's, all he's the definitely way. Turned Anybody up. move, I'll blow your fucking head. It's, yeah. it's got it all for sure. It's it's he's the man. <laughs> okay. And that was I think my first exposure to Samuel Jackson. Maybe yeah. As a kid. No, so, mine was definitely Jurassic Park. I get you. Yeah, that's true. All right, my number two. Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's uh, on my list. Is it? Is it? It's number one. <laughs> yeah. <isn't> it? <laughs> uh, I fucking love mm-hmm. Die Hard three. Uh, as good as Die Hard one to me. If not, here's Die the thing. One. I think Die Hard one is the better movie. Mm-hmm. If I had them in front of me, I would watch Die Hard three. Exactly. That is. That's it. Because yeah. Die Hard three is fun. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. It starts off so insane. Yeah. And especially after how bad Die Hard two is. Yes. Uh, Which is also kind of fun, but it it's, is, it's it is, definitely but it's not the same. No. It wasn't intended to be. I should have put Die Hard four over Die Hard two. I probably would too. Yeah, but Die Hard three is they did it again. Yeah. It was like okay, here's another great movie with a different premise, and just and the bounce, the 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 banter between John, him yes. and Zeus. Yes. Hey Zeus, my name's not Hey Zeus. It's he said Hey Zeus. <laughs> my name is Zeus. <laughs> oh, he. Uh, yeah, man, he's he, great. Man. He's in, he's perfect. Yeah, I love this him. was another chance where he's he's the top build guy in the movie mm-hmm. with Bruce Willis, yeah. and uh, and he shines. He's sick. Yeah, 
This is another time where the world just was like, I oh agree. man, we love this thing. I loved, I loved I Heart 3. Yeah, me too. One of my faves. All right. What's your number one? My number one is Pulp Fiction. There it is. Yeah. Not on your list at all. Not on my list at all. It's crazy. But in in my list in spirit. Yeah. It's For sure. What can you say about it? It's just a showcasing of his like... Of everyone. It's really, it's, where, it's really where you like first learn when he like switches mm-hmm. from like being really nice and like, like when he's talking to, to Brett. shooting a room full of people. Yeah, he's like talking to Brett, like eating his burger. Mm-hmm. That is Look at the big brands yeah. on Brett. <laughs> you a smart motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then yeah, to straight to 11 where yeah. he's... Killing the whole room. He like just pulls out his gun and kills mm-hmm. flock of seagulls on the, yeah. on the couch. <laughs> flock of seagulls. <laughs> Um, it's a great movie. Yeah, was one of the best. To, one of the best. Supposed to see time. it last night. <laughs> yeah, couldn't do it. Yeah, went to Disneyland last night uh, for about ten hours. Didn't uh, it? Did, did was it ten hours? Dude, we got there. We got in the park at about ten. Wow. We were there until eight thirty. Yeah, that's a long time. I was so I was supposed to see Pulp Fiction at the New Beverly. His you know Tarantino's print yep. at midnight. By the time I got home, it was like it was just I, not would rather, I would rather. I would rather just about anything yeah. than do that. Yeah, straight so, up. I, I feel you. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even fucking considered that. So uh, crazy. Uh, Pulp Fiction, one of the best movies ever made. All right. Well, this is a quickie. This was a, this is a quick one. So let's uh, let's talk about this week's particular movie, Kong, Skull Island. Roll it. Talking about a particular. So, I was kind of quiet when you guys were talking about how you felt about the movie. Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I had fun as what my, my I rev- didn't even have that my much fun. My review is that I had fun. I didn't even have that much fun. There were parts that I was like, psyched. Mm-hmm. I love the opening. The opening was sick. But with John C. Riley yeah. and the Japanese dude. Um, that was really... Those, any scene with John C. Riley is really the only thing I can Let me just about. put this out there before we get too far. Daniel Day Lewis, <laughs> Tom Hanks, John C. Riley. I mean, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> put him in any scene. And he's Who's the it. star? Yeah. John C. Riley. Yeah. Shake and bake. Shake and fucking bake. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that this opens up. You know, he started doing dramatic roles. Mm-hmm. Became a, a god of comedy. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully this... Un- one of the most underrated of the Apatow quote-unquote movies mm-hmm. is Walk Hard. Yeah, I agree. Walk Hard is so, so funny. I totally agree. Um, uh, he... I wish he was in every movie, Yeah, to be honest. He was wonderful. He's got it all. I Yeah. Um, there's not a lot to spoil... Mm. We're, done, we're gonna we're, spoil. Yeah, so if, so if you really care that much, just, there's no no big reveals or anything. No, really. there's no. Exactly. But um, if you haven't seen it, just go and turn it off and come back. But yeah. uh, I think John C. Riley is the best part of the movie. His, well, his arc is the only one you really care about. It is, and and they know that, and that's why he's. I think the beginning and the ending of the movie. I know? was. I don't know. I guess I was just really, really underwhelmed by it. The whole movie as a whole. Yeah, it just didn't... I don't think it was as... It wasn't... I don't feel, I didn't feel the same as when I saw Godzilla. Godzilla, I was torqued up. Right. All the way. But um, but I didn't... I wasn't... 
I don't know. I, I don't know if I ex- really expected anything else from this movie other than to just have fun. Right. It's not fucking The Godfather. It's no. a giant gorilla. Right. Killing stuff. Yeah. What are you What are you looking for? I, I just I don't know. It's it, I think Godzilla Kong and Kong run into the same issue that like Transformers runs into. Yeah. Where they're trying to make they're trying to make the characters that can have an arc mm-hmm. interesting, and they fail. Let and then let's move on to what we both really want to say. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston was such a useless pile of shit in this movie. Yeah, he was such an unrealistic fucking he turd. He wasn't good. There's no reason to have him involved in any way. No. Uh, the movie would have. Vastly improved. I don't even know. I don't even know if that's true because I didn't think Brie Larson was particularly interesting uh, either. I mean, but I think I think that they had she, to was, have she was necessary. They had to. Right. Tom Hiddleston was not. Right. You know, she could have been. She could have. She could have been the tracker. She didn't sure. have to be a photographer. Sure. You know, uh, he was useless. The whole sword fighting with the gas mask scene. It, it looked cool. It looked cool, but then you but think yeah. about it, and you're like, What am I watching? You're like, Oh, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I thought it was very interesting. The um, and I don't I don't think they developed this idea enough. Was the um, you never really go home from war type mm-hmm. thing, which yeah. is which is what Samuel, Samuel Jackson's Jack- character, which is what created his mindset right. and why he really. That's a great villain. Yeah, he was. You could tell he was scared to go home. He like, literally like, could not accept the right. loss of the Vietnam War. He said, "We didn't we didn't lose the war. We abandoned it." Yeah. And, and then, then, and when he when he got the call to for one last mission, ear yeah, to ear, he was psyched. He's, he he feels like he has no purpose without war. Right, and I I think this movie would have really benefited from no Tom Hiddleston, no. Um, and making maybe making Brie Larson part of the expedition team, like yeah. a scientist or something. Dude, the cast. This was like a Love Actually oh, scale yeah. cast. It, tons of great. What the people. fuck? It was insane. Yeah. Well, save for like one or two actors, it was all like huge names yeah. and like people who are red hot or people or people just that are like who have done something recently that rock. Yeah, like the two dudes from Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, and then the one, um, the dude who killed himself for no reason. Yeah, he was in uh, True Detective. Yes, um, he's the priest. Right? Yeah. He's great. In that, that scene sucked. Made no sense. Made no sense. It would have been sick if, if he had blown it up or, or something. Or if he, yeah, if he had like gotten eaten mm-hmm. and then yeah. let him to go. Damage, at least yeah. damage it. But it's just like. Yeah, they just kicked him. <laughs> they kicked he hits him, him away. against the wall and then he explodes and nothing happens. So stupid. It's insane. Um, so like all the ingredients were there. But you know? they just didn't. Is this, I mean, this is probably the first time where we, on this show, where we just went and saw a movie and. Wasn't weren't crazy. We're not that. like insane about it. Suicide that's why we knew sucked before yeah, we talked about it. That one doesn't count. But we had no idea what we were getting into. I also maybe think we're still riding the high from Logan. A Logan, like what's gonna follow that? Like up? I expect every movie to be, movie to be as good as yeah. Logan now. Nothing's gonna do that for a, and a while. I I was I was not I was never bored in this movie, but I was definitely uninterested. Here's another thing. Put this. When was the first King Kong movie? Thirty thirty something. Three thirty six. Yeah. This crushes that. <laughs> yeah, I'm this smokes guess. that in every way. Put this in the 1936 Oscars. It's, <laughs> it's winning every award. You know, we're so we're we're coming at this the wrong way. I Maybe. feel like. I don't know. 
it's fun. There's things there to have fun. When you're watching Kong by himself, see, being being just yeah. like a being normal. No, no, no. And no like that, that is fun. Looking at the northern lights in the summer, southern hemisphere somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and just like almost crying, just looking at it and just being like, wow, mm-hmm. I'm an animal in this. His last cool. fight was great. Yeah, it was awesome. See, here's the thing. I'm down for fun. Yeah. Pacific Rim was Amazing. fun. Yeah. Tons of fun in Pacific Rim. I agree. I don't know if... This just wasn't that much fun to me. I like monsters. I know. I love a big And that's monster. why, for those of you who are maybe wondering why our top five wasn't monster movies, is we're not such like crazy kaiju heads no. that we know like... Godzilla versus no. Mothra from nineteen. 19- Godzilla versus Mothra five. Yeah, from no. nineteen seventy one. No. I got this we, off I the mean, Japanese yeah, black market. I, yeah, I'm you not, know, I'm not in. I'm not, I, I would have had to make some calls to. to yeah, make exactly. That list. Like Shannon, she would. She's a kaiju head. Oh, she she worked at that that crazy toy oh, store. Oh right. She knows them all. Right. You know, she could probably do this. But for me, I like I like stuff exploding. You know. <laughs> Look, I mean, I, I I'm down for that. But I just haven't been exposed to a lot of those movies. Right. I like them. Uh, I loved God's the newest Godzilla. Straight I, up, I didn't. I fucking loved it. I I loved maybe the last forty five minutes, the first hour where they kill off um, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston too early. That was kind of what they did with John Goodman in this movie. Yeah, and then showed you that anybody can go at any time. And then that just really uninteresting story with Aaron Taylor Johnson and his and wife. his wife yeah. like I didn't care and I think he's a bad actor too yeah so I, it didn't it didn't matter to me because but, but then but see here's the movie's difference. about Godzilla here's the difference though this movie had uninteresting characters human characters but they showed you plenty of King Kong yeah whereas Godzilla had an hour and a half of uninteresting people yeah. and, then and then 30 minutes 30 of minutes of King Kong amazing of, of Godzilla, Godzilla footage yeah um, yeah, I, I like that they just kind of showed... They weren't afraid to show... Kong, oh, no. They, they cool. blew their load right away, and it was fine. I don't think they blew their load. I think they were like, this is what we're doing. They got doing. plenty of load to go around. Yeah. yeah. When he just throws like a palm tree through that a was See, that is maybe, other than John C. Riley, that the was first the appearance of Kong where he's throwing palm trees. Where and, he's just beating yeah. the shit out of some helicopters. That is great. That was so wonderful. Sick. Yeah, I agree. John C. We got to go back to this. John C. Riley <laughs> stole the show. <laughs> He was the show. He, he didn't was. steal the show. We yeah. knew he was. It, it wasn't like we didn't know. Right. Knowing that he was in the movie, it was like, oh, I can't wait to see every scene John C. Riley right. is in. Um, yeah, he's the greatest on earth. <laughs> <laughs> good for your health. Good. Oh my god, love that. Okay, I'm an I'm an OG Tim and Eric mm-hmm. head. I'm not. I only learned about that stuff like from compilation videos. Dude, yeah. And the Steve Brule segments, mm-hmm. as well as his show, by far the best part of Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. That had to have been intentional in some oh, way. Sure. You know? And did you know that the, the artwork involved was like inspired by Akira on the back of that jacket? Really? Yeah. I need to look at it again. Yeah. What part? I don't know. Like the way the, the, way the text and the... Uh, well, there's the a, um, a Japanese answer. company was one of the... Producers, there you go. Um, it was like legendary pictures, Warner Brothers pictures, and, and then the Japanese dude. The yeah. story of him and the Japanese guy. I, I I wish we got to see that. I would have loved a movie of that, dude. That's so cool. So in 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 Kong, um, when John C., young John C. Riley crashes on the island in 1944, we see him falling out of his plane and open his parachute, 
and a Japanese soldier does, also the, does the same exact thing right after, and they start shooting at each other and getting in a fist fight, mm-hmm. and then Kong shows up, and then they stop fighting, and that's yeah. all we see. And then later on, we learn that you know through being stranded there for 28 years, they became like brothers. Best friends, Best yeah. friends brothers. And he um, even has a really good line where he says, you take away the guns and the uniforms, and, and we're, we're the same. Yes. And, that's, and that is it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Like, more time on that. I, I, w- I wish it was just John C. Riley and the Japanese guy. Because see, here, here's, here's what would have been great. Take away Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Take away a lot of... The Add, s- keep the Japanese guy. Don't kill him. Take away some of the supporting soldiers. Mm-hmm. It would have been great to get like a head-to-head between... John C. Riley and Samuel Jackson, mm-hmm. because they both have these opposing viewpoints yeah. on war. Where Samuel you didn't f- need this guy who's been there for one day yeah. to spearhead the charge. Where know? Samuel Jackson's like, war is never over. This war is over for us. Amazing I, plot I, point. I've got nothing else yeah. to do. He's so like, I'm need, not yeah. going home. I'm staying here and killing this fucking yeah, my, exactly. my final mission. But then know? you got John C. Riley, who was in the greatest war, yes. and he learned. Man is just man. He learned my, other I, I, my enemy became my best friend yeah. through just understanding them. Right. So get, it should have been that. Yeah. We didn't need and really the expedition. Samuel Jackson's like justification for continuing to go after Khan was Kong was that uh, revenge. Yeah, for killing his men. Which I'll tell you one thing: a commander that will send his people a day before they're going home forever mm-hmm. is a bad commander. Yeah. It's a piece of shit. Yes. The last thing anyone wants to do the day before they go home is go on another mission. And he had the option to not do it. Spoken by my combat veteran friend, <laughs> Alec Faber. I'll tell you what. That was me. Would you tell him to go for I would himself? say, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He'd go, ow, oh, oh, my knee. If you really want to know who's responsible for getting all those men killed, it ain't Kong. It's Samuel Jackson. It's Samuel Jackson. Wow. See, that's interesting. That's yeah. a good way to look at it. Because he, I don't know if he has bloodlust, but he was a war hero, and he just doesn't know anything else. His war was over, and then he had an opportunity to start a new one. Exactly. Or just extend it. You right. Know? He was so thrilled to not be going home. Right. Because he's looking at his medals in his office saying, what's all this for? But you had- What does this mean? He had all his men on? writing letters home, packing yeah. their Couldn't stuff. Couldn't wait to, to go home. And- You had a- uh, See that- Chapman, who- Ugh. A British actor playing a Southern guy, which I like that guy. I like he's that cool. Actor. No, and that episode of Black Mirror is one. And he's in uh, Rock and Rolla, right? And uh, he's the bad monkey. But uh, in this, not so much. No, he's not not too good. <laughs> no, but that's, I don't know if that's his fault. I don't know. It's the casting director. It's a British fault. guy playing a Southern dude. Which it doesn't make sense. I'm sure Christian Bale could knock that out of the Dear park. Dear Billy, but <laughs> uh, I got you some. I got you some biscuits some and gravy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it didn't make sense at no, all. No, it was not good. But uh, no, there was a lot. All the ingredients were there. They just didn't choose the right things to focus yeah. on. And then you have like. But when they did, it rocked. Yeah, but then John C. Riley, like, and seeing how the indigenous people like yeah. made him one of their own, mm-hmm. and like were legitimately sad to see see him go. Yeah, that's something I want to see more of too. Uh-huh. Like him going back and like. Mm-hmm. Being like, hey man, I got, I brought you guys like food, and yeah. here's all this great stuff to help you. I think they could have done something interesting with Tom Hiddleston because they could have, they could have. He has the same arc as Samuel Jackson, a guy whose war isn't over. Yeah, 
you know? But they just didn't do anything with him. No. And I, th- I like Tom Hiddleston. Like I, I do, too. Like I said, I think he should be the next Bond. But I, no, I, I, and that, you know, I do agree with that. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like Taylor, the Taylor Swift thing kind of ruined him t- in the public eye a little bit. Taylor Swift. He dated Taylor Swift. Oh, did recently. he? Yeah. Oh, and like didn't. made a total fool of himself. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wore like an I Heart TS no shirt way. on the beach. Yeah. He's too old to be doing that. I know. You got to cut it out, dude. His hairline's too far back to be doing stuff like that. He he's. I don't know if it, his hairline. It looks good. He looks good. <laughs> no, he that, he looks distinguished. He looks. He's rocking that thing. <laughs> he does have a mature hairline yeah, now. It looks good. Yeah. Um, Brie Larson. I have no complaints about Brie Larson. My complaint is just what they chose to do with her, but I think she was fine. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't She's think a good she, actress. I really don't think she should have been the, the the anti-war photographer. I think she should have been no. the badass. The real tracker. Here's the person who should have been because the, they they try to shoehorn this like anti-war angle. Mm-hmm. John C. Riley should have been the anti-war yeah. angle. Yeah, like he should have been the one saying like this shit is useless. Yeah, man. like Look these are your me. brothers. They can yeah. you know like where it got me. There's a much better angle to be when he had says there. "Death before dishonor." Oh, Japanese. in Japanese with the, so oh. amazing. Like there's there's things in this movie that in my head I started a new band in that moment. <laughs> what <laughs> to death use before that. dishonor in Japanese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just to use no, that I as know. a clip. Yeah, that was yeah. so cool. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of things that are really fun in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, and most of them involve John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I I hope that this. Everybody knows John C. Riley rocks. Mm-hmm. Everybody that like likes movies mm-hmm. or likes funny movies at least knows he rocks. And I feel like everybody in the industry is a big John C. Riley fan. So hopefully, something like this where he really steals the show again leads to him getting bigger. And yeah, because he doesn't get a whole lot of starring roles. He's no. which maybe but he's an Academy Award nominee for what for Boogie Nights, either that or Chicago or Magnolia. Either one, I might be Magnolia. It's see, was he's he Magnolia? yeah, he was Magnolia. He's it's one of those three things. Yeah, so he crushes in all those. Yes, um, he's the man. He's also good in Gaze in New York. He's in that. For, I agree. For a little bit. What's the movie Cyrus? Did you ever see that with him and John? That movie is like kind of hard. That to movie watch. is wild. It's so uncomfortable. It's dark, but yeah. he's great. He's good in it. Big fans. Yeah, a couple big John, OG John C. Ryder. JCR. We're, yeah. we're right there. <laughs> we're we're uh, we're JC Ryder dies. Um. um where do they go from here? It's a, it seems like the Monarch program is gonna. Did they mention that in Godzilla? I don't know, but it's an interesting. Is this like is this like a backdoor universe where they didn't think it was going to be a universe at first? I, it's got to be because I don't remember them. Talking and about Go- the end of Godzilla, it's not like they set up King Kong; they right. set up Mothra. Right. They show you a picture of Mothra, um, and in the end of in the end credits here, we see Godzilla mm-hmm. and all of his. Greatest nemesis, 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 headed, take heed, take, take headed, take headed. Um, um, so that's, I, I mean, it's either they do Godzilla and Kong right away. They're or, not. They're doing Godzilla too. Okay. Yeah. And by that time, Kong, Kong, this story was 40 years ago. Right. 45 mm-hmm. years ago. So what's the deal? Oh, he did say Kong is still growing. He's like a li- he's like young Kong. He's young Kong. He's like teenage Kong. That's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. But my my issue is, what are they gonna do with these characters? That because they set up uh, 
Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston joining Monarch in yeah. the, the post credit scene. So is there going to be another monster movie takes place in the late 70s or the 80s where they can continue to use them? Do we really need a five-movie build to Godzilla and King Kong kicking ass together? But, like, if they're going to make a franchise, they just hired all these A-list actors yeah. for one movie? No. You know, it's so like, yeah, what's no. next? It, it seems like, you know, the the big four... are the, So maybe they're going to do another, like, period movie where they're looking for another... Uh, kaiju. Maybe they so Godzilla two. They do like Godzilla versus Mothra, which they're doing, mm-hmm. and maybe that Mothra is like the the fucking offspring of one killed by Kong or something. You know, maybe. But then see, and then Kong. So they're gonna have a mutual enemy in Mothra. Kong, and, and that's who they fight in. I believe so. Because. Because Godzilla sets Godzilla up to be a protagonist. He's protecting... Yeah, no, he's protecting Japan, right? right? And Kong is protecting Skull Island. Mm -hmm. And now knows that some humans... Well, he's known that some humans aren't bad through the indigenous people. But uh, I don't know. The tough part is going to be getting Kong out of Skull Island without doing the fucking gorilla in New York City bit again that nobody ever wants to see. And he's not swimming across the Pacific Ocean. No, no, no. So He's how not. are they going to do it? You know, or is he going to go through the vents like the the Hollow like Earth? Uh, it seems like that's the deal. Yeah, like he's going to come up through. That's a vent. what they're explaining. That's why that uh, little subtext is mm-hmm. there. Hmm. Maybe he, there's like a tunnel system where yeah. he's he's just walking to Japan. It seems really silly. It does. <laughs> but I'm excited to see them fight. Yeah, I'm not excited for whatever human story they include in that. No, though. I'm excited to. I mean, they're they're eventually going to be dual protagonists. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm super psyched about. Which is going to be really hard when to convey that speak. without yeah. words. I mean, they conveyed a lot without words for Kong. But when it, this. yeah, but how do they do but it when with it's two, two people, monsters? Yeah, two monsters. Let them fight. I don't know, but uh, yeah, we also already had a let them fight moment. Yeah, you know, Kong and the. No, in Godzilla, he had literally says, "Oh, let them fight." <laughs> let them fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so silly. But I, I really, I okay, Kong. I had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and absolutely loved John C. Riley's story arc in it. Godzilla, I loved. Mm-hmm. I had a blast. I liked if Godzilla, if Kong was just the John C. Riley story. I would have liked it more than Godzilla. John C. Riley versus Samuel Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Because like, I, I no there no I agree. There was something. That's interesting what it there. needed. That's yeah. what it needed. Because their few interactions make so much sense. Mm-hmm. He's telling him like. Well, they would have made so much. Yeah. Sense. He's like, I've been here twenty eight years. What do I know? Yeah. You know, I'm telling you not to fucking go here. Yeah. Don't do it. And then he's the hard headed jackass mm-hmm. who gets himself killed. I love the way Samuel Jackson dies. Oh yeah. Where he's like, all right, you ready to die? Mother? Boom. Yeah. Death just gets smushed. And his hold on to your butts callback. Oh, yeah. That was brutal. I know. We both looked at each other like, give me a fucking uh, break. Right. <laughs> uh, what is this? Arnold saying, I'll be back exactly. in mobile strike commercials. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Overall, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It was it was fun. But this is definitely, of the, all the movies we've talked about. This is the worst this one. Is, that is, isn't Suicide Squad. I will say that. No, don't, I'm not, I'm not don't, even going to say this. Don't I won't. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. This is a way better movie. It's, than uh, no, no, one hundred percent. That's not what I was going to yeah, say. Okay, but um, 
I'll just say I wasn't over the moon about it, but I didn't hate it. I wasn't over the moon about it, but I can't stress enough how much I loved the John C. Riley bits. No, oh yeah. Like those and that but see without those it would have been one of the worst movies. But see I I'm coming at it from the perspective of they wasted it. Yeah. Because they could have done so much they more. Like done. I'm not looking I'm like I'm sure there is more. I'm glass half emptying that part of the movie. Like I loved it. Yeah. Why didn't you take it in a more interesting route? Yeah, maybe they, they want they thought like a less is more type thing. Like was think there. about how much more emotional it would have been if we watched the Jap- this Japanese guy die. die. Yeah. Or if Samuel Jackson killed him or something. Yeah, exactly. How much how much more gut wrenching or like you just would have gotten more out of it instead of he dies off screen in yeah. some way that we don't know. Yeah. You know, like I think there was just a lot of missed opportunities for better storytelling. I agree. And I'm sure maybe that was like in the script at some point maybe. for him to be there. Drop Tom Hiddleston and, yeah. and give a Japanese guy a role. Make him the guy. Yeah, I know. Dude, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. That would have that would have made his introduction tough though to like the group. You know? Or maybe maybe the maybe the Japanese guy is dying. Yeah. Exactly. There's a thousand ways they could have done it without him just being dead by the yeah. time they get there. Yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. It was a fine movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was just full of missed opportunities. Yes. So uh don't don't tweet at me saying how could you hate this movie? Because neither of us, neither no. of us hated it. And I just we're making that clear. Yeah. It was fun, and I I think that was the intention. I think was, it has like a seventy something on. That's Rotten exactly Tomatoes, what it should be, and that's, that's it's a seventy something. It's not. It it's be. by no means a bad movie. No. And but I will probably see Logan again soon. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just you've seen it what three times? Three times. You're yeah. a psycho. So. I'm and, gonna, and you know what though, we're we're in for a potentially another maybe disappointment next week. So. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So we've. So it seems, yeah. huh? People don't like this movie. No, it's not. This I've been saying this for a long time that this isn't the kind of story that you can see play out with actual human beings. Or just get a good singer. I mean, it's not the problem. It's a woman and a buffalo falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy it's when you see it. When you yeah. see it with a human with yeah. with Emma Watson. They should have. They should have eased us into. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like, done Mulan first. Mulan would have been the perfect segue. Which they're doing. Well, okay. They're doing we it. we had this brief conversation mm-hmm. about Mulan. Mm-hmm. Mushu. Oh, yeah. If it's not Eddie Murphy reprising his role, which he could be because we know James Earl Jones is playing Mufasa again. But a lot of the people, like Angela Lansbury... Could have came back to be Mrs. Potts mm-hmm. in Beauty and the Beast, and she didn't. She so didn't. they have they have a history of not casting the same voice people. So let's say this: mm-hmm. Kevin Hart as Mushu. I got goosebumps thinking so about that. Most, <laughs> if you are if you if guys, you're a devout listener, you know. Well, it, even even more so if you just know me at all. <laughs> You know I fucking ride for yeah. Kevin Hart. I follow him on every social media. <laughs> I almost bought his shoes, but they were sold out. Oh. The Hustle Hearts. That's insane. Kevin, if you're listening, like I know you do, <laughs> please send me a pair, yeah. ten and a half Hustle Hearts. I'll wear them to the gym. Um, no, I love, I think Kev- Would be perfect. More so, Kevin Hart's just an inspiration to me. I'm with you. I'm not even joking he right rocks. now. I think he is incredible. I think he's hilarious. He earned every bit of success. Oh, that he has. Uh, if you if you watch his Instagram stories, you'll know. Like I do. <laughs> so yeah, and he's hilarious. He he would 
crush it. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast, I don't know if I'm prepared for that. I think there's going to be some cool shit, but... I think him fighting the wolves would be cool looking. Yeah, but at the end of I'm the not, day, I'm not, I'm, it's a woman and a buffalo. Making love. Making sweet, sweet love and dancing. I wonder if they can show this in some states because it's illegal. The bestiality not, not aspect. Not for the gay aspect, but for the oh, beast yeah. aspect. There's a theater in Alabama. I know. That, yeah, that's what I'm that's talking about. That's nuts. Fucking crazy. LeFou, for those of you who don't a know. A woman and a bear <laughs> being in love was not the thing to drive people overboard. It's the single gay character in the movie. Which makes sense for him to be Yes. Because in the cartoon, he's like obsessed with Gaston. Yes. It, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. What a twisted world. I don't like. know what to say about the United States of America sometimes. But yeah, we should, we should start with Mulan. Then do then do no, something. No, then then do Aladdin. Aladdin. Ooh, Aladdin. I'm sure all they're, ca- they're casting that right now. Okay, there's an open casting in L. A. Go go do. It. I can't. They're looking for Middle Eastern people, which they should. Which be. that's great. So, yeah. Um, and then and then oh, they God, should. That do, just made me really sad. What? Because of Robin Williams. Yeah. Who would play the genie? I now I don't want to know. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm going to grant you motherfuckers three wishes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kong Skull Island. Check it, was, it out. Yeah, go it, see it. it it's sure. fun. It's a lot of fun. And it crushed on Friday box office. That's good. Yeah. I, and I think for a movie this massive, mm-hmm. in terms of the cast, it needed to do really well financially. Um, to make their investment yeah, in the sequel and, worth and it. And to make people... I want people to know that John C. Riley can do anything. And this is one of those... He's wonderful. ...opportunities. I would like... Um, Warner Brothers to put a YouTube video up of just the John C. Riley scene, so Me I don't too. have to see it again. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, go check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, that's that's episode seven. That's it. Got a long work week ahead of us. We do, or you do mostly. Yeah, working the working the again. Yeah, three days in a row. Three twelve. Three to fifteen hour days in a row. The next couple days, so I'm gonna go home and do jack. Shit. Yeah. And then we hope you all sincerely enjoyed this episode. It's a shorter one for all you uh, complainers out there <laughs> about the length. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to see Beauty and the Beast next week and talk about it. Hopefully okay. we get some – hopefully we get – there's a Wonder Woman trailer dropping sometime today. It was supposed to be today. Yeah. And, that we yeah, we were looking forward to talking about that in the episode. But, you know, beggars um, can't stuff. Hopefully, you know what they uh, say. Hopefully we'll get a Justice League trailer this week. Or a Thor trailer. Need something. Or all three. <laughs> and maybe some, maybe a week, with, another week with no Batman news would be nice. Oh my God. So, uh. Yeah, this feels like vacation, <clears throat> not talking about Batman. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, ca- uh, <laughs> I'm Colin Young. I'm, uh, Alec Faber. And, uh, this and is the real deal. This is it. Fucking roll it. Uh,